Okay, you ready? Go. Hi, and welcome to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and ThinkFabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. And I'm Camber Hill. Today is Friday, August 24th, 2007. Two of a kind, for your information, we're two of a kind. Two of a kind. Such another lovely day in Southern California. I can't believe how gorgeous it's been lately. Yes, yes, we're very fortunate. And we're fortunate that it's in the high 70s and not the high 80s. How are you today? I'm happy and healthy. It feels like just a day or two ago since I've seen you, but it's been a whole week already. You're supposed to say that your heart has grown grown weary because you're so fond of me and you can't believe it's been so long. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I think so. Isn't that when you miss, if somebody's really fabulous, it's like you can't wait to see him again? And <laughs> Anyway, um, so what's uh, what's our subject today, Cameron? It's a uh, self improvement, one of my more favorite subjects. Really? For, yeah, personally. And uh, we have someone that we're talking to on the line today. I understand, uh, named Pam Osley. Osley. Oh, tell um, me a little bit about Pam. Um, well, Pam, for a couple of decades and a half, has been uh, a leading authority in her field. She's a sensitive and maybe she'll have another moniker, and an author of three books. Her latest book, which is always on the cutting edge of uh, culture consciousness, is called Love Colors. Love Colors. Love Colors. And uh, Pam is here with us. Are you there, Pam? Are you on the line? I'm here. Hi, Pam. How you doing? I'm doing great. How, no, I'm doing fabulous. There you go. <laughs> Good response. There you go. <laughs> Pam, today's, sub today's subject for Think Fabulous is self-improvement. And what we typically do is we ask people what their take is on those words, and uh, and then we talk about that. So so what when we say self-improvement, what kind of um, images does that bring to mind for you? Self-improvement for me is, I ask myself, am I, am I being the best, most authentic, most amazing person that I could possibly be? Hmm. And, and same with others. You know, it's like, are you being the most authentic, best, most wonderful self that you're capable of being? And if not, then self-improvement to me is always that growth, that expansion, higher consciousness. It's like just continuing growth, self-improvement. Um, what do you have a an age like for example for myself um i was probably about 13 years of age when i had an inclination that i wanted to become a little bit more uh, able to use uh, my intu i was fascinated by intuition because i saw it coming and i didn't know what it was and i also was uh beat up emotionally by my classmates and that drove me to a bookstore and i looked and discovered a category called self-improvement, unlike mathematics, history, art class, PE, and all the other uh, matters that were boring the hell out of me. So I became aware of self-improvement at that time. Do you have any recollection on the spur of this moment when self-improvement became a category, even in your mind? Um, I remember some incidences. I went to hear Terry Cole um, Whitaker speak, mm. and she started talking about consciousness and proving who we are and what our capabilities were and who we really were. And I went, oh, my gosh. Um, and one of my best friends introduced me to the Seth books, Jane Robert and the Seth books. Oh, yeah, sure. And that lit my fire, too. And I went, okay, I'm on with it. Huh. And then and then as I got into my career and everything, um, one of the things I woke up, I, I went to sleep one night and went, now what am I going to do with my life? Because I need a career change. And I woke up in the morning and I heard, you're going to put on self 
um, self-improvement, self-esteem workshops for junior high and high school kids. And I went, oh, okay, great. And I went back to sleep. A few minutes later, I woke up and I went, excuse me? <laughs> like I, I don't know what you're talking about, and I've never done that before. Well, you know, I don't know where the voice came from, but I don't think it was from me. Anyway, so um, I had no idea how to do that, but I put together those seminars for junior high and high school kids long before self-esteem and self-improvement were a real catchwords. Catchwords, right. So would you say that self-improvement is something that you're involved with on a daily basis now for your career? Yes. My whole life, I mean, I, I do psychic readings. I also see auras. I write books. I do a radio show. It's all about my goal is to see people happy and fulfilled. Mm. And when they understand a direction that's actually going to help them be more fulfilled, it's so fun to see people's light bulbs come on. Yeah, right. Oh, and, my God. and then give them guidance and direction on how they basically can be happier with their lives, which to me is also a self-improvement. <laughs> so yes. If you were going to create a definition of self-improvement, one to ten words, just a quick um, Webster's Dictionary definition of what self-improvement means, what, what would you say it was? Self-improvement. I just heard somebody the other day say, you know what, step up. So self-improvement is just growing and learning and becoming more and more my ideal every day. Mm, right on. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. I think Pam did a really good job of really bringing it home for us, um, what the definition of self-improvement is. Of course, how couldn't she? It's her field. Right. <laughs> That's what she does for a living. Well, you know, the thing that I think... Uh, why she is such a good subject uh, of a person for us to have contacted is because she uh, announces her work, which she calls herself a psychic, and that does not necessarily, under a lot of other umbrellas, mean self-improvement. But, however, she does link what she does, and her intentions are about improving the state of mind and well-being of her clients. So I think she's a more sophisticated psychic than we might have found in years gone by. One of the things that you had mentioned at the beginning when we were talking to her is where self-improvement began for you. Yes. I hadn't really thought about the importance of that until after you started mentioning it. Mm. And I think um, that's a key to a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> it's a really key thing to be in touch with as far as your own uh, growth mm -hmm. is knowing when you recognize self-improvement as something that could benefit you and when you actually start practicing it. And for me, right. it, it came about when I started becoming, well, I really hate using this word because I never think I actually fulfill it, but when I started enlightenment, when I actually mm -hmm. st stepped out into the world of enlightenment and, and learning that there's more to the universe than just what's going on in my head. Right. Um, self-improvement took on a, a quick... Um, pace for me at that point mm. and you know it doesn't take long to get hooked no it doesn't and didn't you find and I think the reason why we get hooked is because as she put it it's a step up when you step up in your consciousness your life gets more fun when you're having more fun things are going your way it's when there's resistance on you it's when the winds of change are pressing you down that your life is a fumble it's not it's not fabulous so when we talk about this matter of self-improvement, it is the improving upon the technology of how you think and how you feel and applying it to your everyday life. So your authenticity and your integrity and your life work are all cooking and bouncing off the walls and having a good time and the music is one universe, one song. 
Now, in uh, the 12 Elements of Thinking Fabulous, self-improvement mm -hmm. is one of them. Mm -hmm. How could a person possibly even remotely want to participate in the 12 Elements of Thinking Fabulous if they're not interested in self-improvement? Isn't that true? Well, I think that if somebody had never considered the, the subject matter, they would fall into a hypnotic state of interest based on whatever quadrant of the 12 elements, whether it's uh, uh, exercise or whether it's meditation or whether it's authenticity. You know, every single day there's somebody uh, being birthing a child, there's a murder happening, there's a relationship and people falling in love, there's a break apart, there's, all, there's death, there's all these things that are happening in any square mile uh, anywhere in the world. And each one of our 12 elements could be a calling or an answer to somebody in one of those situations. And once you get flipped onto our page, you will begin to be hungry to go on to the next chapter and the next chapter and through curiosity, and then you'll be in your self-enlightened, or excuse me, in this particular case, in your self-improvement stages. Well, it would only show that self-improvement is something that really can't be avoided and if you're working towards thinking fabulous. If you're it's, working towards thinking element. fabulous, you cannot ignore it. It's an essential element. If you want to die and let some rheumatoid arthritis or some cancer take over your body and have that be your major focus, then you should just forget self-improvement. <laughs> I guess it's not even worth trying. It's not worth trying. Do you know uh, many people in your world or in your space that aren't really interested or aren't really pursuing something. Not allowed. Well, not because allowed in I, my space. I know, just about everybody I know is involved in, in some way in in their own form of self-improvement. Well, because you hang around with sexy L.A. fabulous people with I.E.L.A. and all your clients and the kind of people you hang your family. Everybody around you is creatively indulging in the universal's um, presence. So you don't hang around with a lot of boring, sleeping people. <laughs> so give me some examples of how a person can practice self-improvement. And, and, and you don't need to be too uh, specific, but it can be something as simple as taking a class at a university, couldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, I always have this stranger who I never met in my head. There's a, a large home in Newport Beach, California that uh, rents a room. This man rents a room at his Newport. It is a beachfront home. And one of his requirement, requirements from his renters was that they had to take a class at university. No matter what their age was, if you were renting a room from him, you had to have a class. And I loved it from the moment I heard it. He's enforcing self-improvement. He's enforcing <laughs> self-improvement. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Camber Hill about self-improvement and other ways that you can look into this fabulous element and make it your own. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Camber Hill. You're listening to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and Think Fabulous. We'll be right back after these messages. My observation were two of a kind. Peas in a pod. Birds of feather alone are together. Here's the tone. Are you feeling underappreciated? <laughs> Unloved? Why not stop by thinkfabulous.com and give your life and your attitude a kick in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> ThinkFabulous.com has been renovated with 12 new and interesting principles on how to live a fabulous and wonderful life. Not to mention a whole bunch of new, terrific Think Fabulous gear that you can buy online and have shipped directly to your home for you to wear. So stop by ThinkFabulous.com today. www.ThinkFabulous.com 
birds of feather alone are together you'll find that we are two of a kind One of the great things about self-improvement is it sneaks up on you when you don't even know you're doing it. You know, I got a really nice compliment the other day from my partner because um, I had gone out kite surfing, I think, on Monday. Mm-hmm. And my intention when I go out two or three times a week isn't basically to go out and have a good time kite surfing, but I'm trying to teach myself how to do it. I'm, there's some things I don't know how to do well, and I'm, I'm trying to teach myself how to do it better. So I get out there a couple of times. You're not trying to teach yourself. You're teaching I'm yourself. teaching myself. That's I'm right. trying to learn things. Don't say try. There is no try. Yes. There's either do or, or do don't. not. Yes. That, you know who said that? No. Yoda. <laughs> One of my great spiritual You are my teachers. Yoda. <laughs> you are my Yoda. Well, I was talking to my partner on the, on the deck mm. during our little happy hour one night, and mm-hmm. I was telling him about my day kite surfing and, mm-hmm. and how I was trying to learn how to do this and learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. And... He just he just totally blew me away by saying, "Honey, I'm so impressed by what you're doing." He says, "I'm so proud of you because you're always so involved in self improvement. You're constantly trying to That's improve true. yourself. You're constantly trying to do, learn new things, physically, and do new mentally, things. spiritually, on occasion." And it's kind of funny, is I didn't really think of my uh, endeavor, kite, yeah. kite serving endeavor, yeah. as a form of self improvement, but I guess it is, yeah. isn't it? Hand and hand hand skills. Hand yeah. and eye skills. Yeah, eye, hand, foot, cord, yeah, and coordination. You've made me conscientious of weather patterns with wind, not just your gas issues, but actually with. I can't believe I just said that. I do not discuss physical body matters. At My gas any, issues. Well, you know, just your hot air. Oh, with, yeah, right. Those <laughs> Different issues. types of wind. Yeah, right. Okay, moving on. Okay, got it. <laughs> so self improvement is a lot of fun. It I, can be. It, it you can should take, do it every morning. It can take many different forms. It can. It can be someone who's. Um, uh, taking yoga lessons. Uh, yes. A friend of mine who's uh, 32 years old recently decided he wanted to learn to swim. So he's he's taking that's unusual. He's that's taking uh, swimming lessons because he's one of these. Poor, I'd like to watch that. He's one of these poor kids that grew up in Southern California and never had an opportunity to learn how to swim. He's doing that. Oh really? I mean, there's lots of ways that you can practice self improvement without having to you know visit a guru or buy uh, Deepak Chopra tapes or right or, or Camber Hill CD on twelve below uh, on the twelve, 12 elements. elements of the elements. Elements. Yeah. This, this is not necessary. There's yeah, lots of different ways to practice self improvement, right. and honestly. Like I had mentioned to you before, I don't know a lot of fabulous people who aren't engaged in some form of self-improvement. With the AIDS life cycle that I do, just just that endeavor alone. Which you've done seven years in a row? Seven years, yeah. Seven years. Actually, I've been working in this area for ten years. Mm -hmm. This is just my seventh ride. But there's there's really no way to be involved in something like that without encouraging people to really push themselves and work towards self-improvement and the training rides that we do and all that. So, you know, I recognize how it can be a way of life for some people. Yeah, right. But it's not a way Way of of life life for for all people. No. No. No, and um, it's funny when you're hanging in a in an hour or in a particular day with people who don't. There's a vibrational difference. There in is. Their there really presence. is. Yeah. And conversations drift into places that are totally different than if you're with somebody. Well, I think it really boils down to if your work is your life and your life is your work, your your world is sexy. Now, that is not in any way to demean anybody who doesn't um, use that method in order to be alive. For myself, 
I want to make sure that it's not how long I live, it's how well I live while I'm doing my gig. <laughs> so I want to have yes. a really good time with the people I'm hanging with and the afternoons that I'm spending in the sun with them. And to just sit around and bake cookies without sharing them with your neighbors and doing something that's engaging and lifting you up. I know how to do the, to make the oven a higher temperature and I know how to get the brownies to be more thicker and fluffier. Mm -hmm. That can be self-improvement. I have got a girlfriend at home who... Uh, was married to a guy for 25 years and has a couple of kids and um, it wasn't really the best environment for her. She spent most of her time in the relationship um, and in this family station that she was involved in mm -hmm. just trying to maintain just daily, just yeah, trying to get, get by, just, yeah. Yeah, just trying to make sure they had enough money for food and husband wasn't very supportive and there was a lot of fighting going on. Gross, and there was a gross, lot of, gross. A lot of... And she wanted to go to school, and she wanted to get a degree, and she wanted to do better, but the husband kind of poo-pooed it. And yeah. she worked really, really hard. The only thing that she was able to do as far as self-improvement goes, which, mind you, I think is a hunger. I think mm -hmm. people strive to, to do something mm -hmm. to make themselves better. The only mm -hmm. thing that she had was her guitar and her music. Oh. And when everybody else went to bed, she could pull out her guitar oh, that's sweet. and teach herself new things mm. and learn new things mm -hmm. and practice new things. Now, since then, she's got a new husband and uh, really set off into a much more um, supportive environment for herself. Right now on. she's back in school. She's, she's her way into the she's future. She's got her bachelor's degree. She's working on her uh, master's degree. She's going to go for her PhD. Right on. Self-improvement. And from what I know of her, and I've known her my entire life, she is a significantly more, not necessarily happy, but a much more centered person. She's still just as bitchy as she was when no, she was No, no, I husband? wouldn't say, no, she's not bitchy at all. See, all that's right. my point. She's much more centered, she's mm -hmm. much more grounded. Mm -hmm. She's much more in tune with herself. Mm -hmm. she's, much, she's just got a calmer Did she get a boob job? Energy, no, she doesn't need one. Okay, just checking. Well, thank you, you know, for asking. I don't, know, I don't know a lot of the but girls you see, I, out with I honestly see that, that not only is self-improvement something that people should strive for, mm -hmm. but I think it's something that a lot of us long for. Yes. I do. And, you know, speaking of boob jobs, um, I was with a client last night <laughs> who's getting a boob job, and um, I was uh, scolding her. Does she consider that boob job self-improvement? Yes, she did. You know, there's lots of ways to get a boob so job. so surface. She, you're so surface, girl. I'm about to slap your ass back down you know to earth what? because you I, need honestly, to back off on that boob it job. It would be for you, but sometimes... For some people, it a boob job means some, it's some a time people for think a boob job. you got to be a little more compassionate. I'm so Practice hard more on compassion. people. Practice more compassion. It's it's trust me. Compassion I need some 11, Dalai Lama. It's the eleventh element some of Dalai thinking. Lama. It's the eleventh element of thinking. Fabulous. Okay. Compassion is so important. Uh, but you so got to understand right what those boobs are going to do. But you don't get the boob you, job when you need a book. You, you need gotta, a book for fourteen ninety five, not a five thousand dollar boob job. You got to know what those boobs are going to do for her self esteem. No, I know what they're going to do for me when I have to sit there and look at her next time she comes. I'm going to be sitting there going. Okay, so right. now you need to tell me what's the difference between her boob job and your new eyebrows. You tell me. <laughs> You've been listening to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and TheFabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. And I'm Kember Hill. Come back next week and we'll talk to you about the next element of Thinking Fabulous. What would that be? That would be how much you appreciate me. <laughs> Appreciation. A very special guest on the line oh, next week. Oh, if you'll only knew who's going to be online next week. Make sure you tune in. We'll be here for you. I'm Tommy Gable. And I'm Kember Hill. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. What's so wrong thinking life's a song and reaching for a star? 
Tschüss.